What's up everyone? This is Mayowa, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuffs online from the scratch, solving problems and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing six-figure entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys, the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And now, let's get the show started. Hi everyone, my name is Mayo and I'm the host of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm also the founder of the book Cut, a book publishing agency that helps business entrepreneurs to write and publish their book. On this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast, I've got another guest in the house. And before we get started, just like we always like to do, I will pass the mic out to my guest. He will tell us about himself, tell us a bit about his business, then we get the show started. Ison. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, my name's Sean Boyle, founder of Momentum 360. We're located here in Philadelphia. Do a lot of content marketing for small businesses, and uh, thanks for having me on the show. All right. It's my pleasure. Uh, so let's jump straight into the uh, main uh, business of the day. So to get us started, just give us a background story into how you got into this entrepreneurship thing. How do you get to become who you are today in the entrepreneurial world and what is your story like generally anyway my story is pretty unique i mean to be honest i really got into entrepreneurship when i was in college and primarily i was having a lot of issues with, with my family i had an issue with my dad where he actually was indicted by the federal government so he's actually going to jail so i said to myself I essentially said, you know, I need to start making some money, provide for the family. The breadwinner of the family is going to go away. So how do I essentially bridge the gap and provide for the family? Because my little brother, he wasn't going to college. He was working at a trade, not making money. My mom was working. Uh, my stepdad was working. But we needed a little bit more cash. So I was like, all right, what's the easiest way to get money? And what's the most amount of money I can make in to me, that was engineering, but I wasn't like that good at math or good at physics. So I kind of just plunged myself in engineering without even knowing anything. And while I did okay, I soon figured out that this wasn't for me. And slowly but surely, I got into the entrepreneurship space doing like web design and podcasting. And I was like, you know, I could do something with this. So in 2020, when I graduated Penn State, I really went full time and started Momentum 360 to where it is today, where we provide virtual tours and video content, photos for a lot of small businesses all over the country. So it's a really uh, unique story. And I think that uh, a lot of people could learn from uh, my story and how I really overcame everything. All right. Uh, that's awesome. So uh, from where you go started, uh, to this present moment, what are the best entrepreneurial lessons you've picked along the line? I mean, there's so many things. Like as a 25-year-old man, I have so much more to learn. But I think the thing that I can really dispel to your audience is not latching on to that shiny object syndrome, you know, not latching on to the, you know, coolest thing in town, you know, that's going to be a, a flash in the pan, a sizzle in the pan, so to speak. I think finding genuinely what you love to do and saying to yourself, hey, I'm going to invest not only years in this, but decades of, of my life, because you have to think about it. You know, as the saying goes, you would rather be a master of one 
rather than a jack of all trades. And I think it's so true to really be able to hone in on one skill for decades and be the best at that, because the only thing at that point is just waiting, you know, continue to do the thing that, you know, you're going to be successful at, but you're only going to get better with time. So the longer you stick with something, the more you're going to be able to honestly just crush it and get more experience and all that kind of stuff. So stick with it and and don't be a flash in the pan, so to speak. All right. Thanks so much for that lesson. So uh, let's get to present moment. What is the structure of your business? Then revenue wise, what is your figure for 2022? Yeah. So for 2022, we're going to cross seven figures. Um, last year we crossed, we, we were just under, um, seven figures and this year we're going to exceed it. So, you know, definitely, definitely increase there. And, um, yeah, we're looking really, I mean, we're creating a lot of other models to scale to eight figures in uh, 2023 and so on and so forth. Okay. All right. So, uh, this is, uh, the second part of this. Uh, interview where I get to throw you some thought-provoking question, then you get back to me with answer. So, should we fire on? Let's do it, brother. All right. So, what is one book? We so much love book a lot on this uh, podcast. So, what is one book that you read that uh, really has a lot of impact in your life or maybe in your business that you like to share with us? One of my favorite books, not just for business success, but also for like having complete clarity for creating a grand slam offer is hundred million dollar offers by Alex Hermosi. I'm sure that you know who Alex Hermosi is. Hermosi really garnered a lot of, I would say popularity this year. He's really been blowing up, but it's funny because he's been putting, he's been putting out videos for years now and he's really just, you know, getting a lot of notoriety and success. So for me, it's like, just continue doing that. And, you know, really, really continue to uh, improve on, on the branding. But $100 million offers, Alex Ramosi, uh, it's like 99 cents on Amazon. So if you're not, uh, you know, keen on, on you know, getting a physical copy, if you want to do the audio book, do that. There's there's both both options there. But yeah, $100 million offers, Alex Ramosi, can't beat it. All right. That book has been mentioned a lot of times on this uh, podcast. And uh, it's a book I read early this year. And I'm still uh, going to read it again because it has a lot of great information uh, when it comes to creating an offer that people will be, I will not be able to say no to. And I think it's a lovely book. A link to the book will be put in the show note for this episode. Uh, so uh, just wondering, still talking about books. Have you written a book? I have not. I'm I'm publishing a course next year, but I haven't written anything in regards to like any publishing yet. Okay. If you had to write a book right now, what would that book be about? Good question. I mean, for me, I would really just want to tell my story, make it something fiction and relate it to people who are going through a stressful time in their lives and to really just show them not to quit. And it's such a, I would say, mundane, boring kind of topic, but you think about it and the longer you stick with something, you know, and you don't quit, the more you're going to be honestly just geared towards success in the future. So really just talking about my story, how I overcame, you know, my dad and other struggles in my life. And I think that, you know, doing that, you really can't miss it. So it's um, I would probably say it's uh, roughly 
talking about that. Okay. All right. So out of curiosity, I love to ask this question. Uh, what exactly is the thing that has stopped you or that is stopping you from writing that awesome book that you just mentioned? Well, I mean, to be honest, I'm prioritizing um, this new model that we're, we're working on. I, I, I don't want to write a book now. I, I primarily want to write a book, I would say, when we've crossed over like the eight-figure market, because at that point, I'm going to have so much more experience and knowledge to share. I feel like I would doing I would be doing like my audience a disservice by just telling them like up to this point where they might not get as much value. I want to show them, okay, how do you not, not how you get to six figures, not how you get to seven figures, but how do you get to eight figures? Like what did I do? And what was my process like and, and model? And you know, it's gonna be, I would say maybe this decade, you know, that I'll write a book. I, I definitely think I'll be able to do that in this decade. So um, but it's interesting because there's a lot of other things that in all transparency, um, I could be doing, and, and the book is definitely one of them. But I think the best thing right now is for me to just focus, do what I need to do to be successful um, with this new model that we're growing and uh, do that. Okay. All right. So uh, what is one thing that you have done in the past that gave you a very big win in business? Well, there's a lot of things. I mean, you know, to be an entrepreneur, I think the most important skill that you need to have is learning how to sell. Learning how to sell has overcame so many obstacles of bad lead gen, bad conversions, bad ad campaigns, so many different things. I think it's really, really important at the end of the day to learn how to sell. And if you don't know how to sell, you know, talk to somebody, see if anyone can provide, you know, some training or free training or, you know, there's enough YouTube videos on the internet where you can go and learn about all this stuff. So, you know, learning how to sell is the most important skill in entrepreneurship. It's not lead gen, it's not operations, it's learning how to sell. Because if you don't know how to sell, you're not, never going to have clients. And then the next second most important skill is fulfillment, learning how to take the sale and, you know, fulfilling it to the best of your ability. But Again, you know, you could have all these leads, but if you don't know how to close, then, you know, it's it's all a waste of time, honestly. So, All right. So uh, out, uh, you mentioned something that the most important skill uh, an entrepreneur can have is uh, how to sell. And I just want to, I'm just very curious, and I just want to ask you, for the sake of people listening to us and uh, people who want to emulate the kind of results you've got, so uh, can you just give us a brief picture of your sales uh, framework and how have you been able to crack that sales code that today you can tell yourself that, you know what, <clears throat> uh, bring it up, I can sell, and I've been able to do that you know the results speak uh, for us because the score for us as entrepreneurs especially as business owners is uh, what is your revenue and uh being at that seven figure mark surely you have a lot of results so walk us through uh that safe framework that really works well for you yeah so the the winning framework really is you know like i'm not talking about lead gen here but when you have someone who scheduled a demo, who filled out a form, I really like to spend, let's just say a conversation for closing, right, is like, you know, 10, 15, 20, 25 minutes, right? Like, let's just say like 15 to a half hour, right? So 15 minutes to a half hour uh, for closing. I like to spend a good majority of that intro, like five, 10 minutes, really just building rapport with the person. They know who we are. They know what we're about. I already gave them a quote. 
So the biggest thing is just building rapport and having them understand that not only are we going to continue to fulfill their order and for the virtual tour aspect of it, you know, do a great job, showcase their business, put it on Google, put it on the website and really just market their business better. They need to understand that I'm a very reputable person. I'm going to not only be there for their business success, but also for their personal life too. Like I like to treat all my clients like family and have a good relationship with them. So I'll add them to our community Facebook page just so they can kind of see more of the culture. I add them to our newsletter so they can see more of like what we have going on. All these different resources I will give them in essence of not show, excuse me, not showing them how to, you know, like, oh, look, look at momentum and what we're doing. It's more so just to learn more about us and to feel comfortable because I feel like when someone likes you and someone knows you and someone trusts you, that's when you cross over to a long-term client and there's really nothing stopping you from losing that client unless you do, you know, horrible fulfillment. So that's what I like to do. And then the good majority of the time, I would say net, like, I, you know, the, the 10 or 15 minutes after building rapport is really just spent talking about the project, talking about the retainer, whatever it is, and closing them. And then, you know, obviously getting their credit card and, and setting them up for, uh, for onboarding. So that's kind of my framework. I really like to just understand, like tell them why they're there, what's their problem, offer them a solution, reinforce the solution, tell them why the solution is going to be better than what they have right now and go from there. But um, the biggest thing I tell my clients is they need to come from a place of um, a logical thinking, right? Because if someone's emotional when making a decision, it doesn't matter how much sense the program makes. It's all about, can you put your emotions aside and think logically and understand that this is something that you need for your business, even though you might be scared of the price tag's too high, which means there's a lot of value attached to it. Um, th those are kind of things that I think about, honestly, when we're closing uh, a deal. Okay. All right. So uh, what is one superpower? I believe every, every entrepreneur out there for uh, any entrepreneur to succeed, uh, they surely have one uh, superpower or the other. So if there is one superpower that has contributed to your winning in business and in life, what would that be? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Like, uh, what is one superpower uh, that com probably contributed to you winning in business? Ah, the biggest thing has just been consistency, you know, not understanding that to grow, I need to have different actions and behaviors, but taking the same time to do all of those new things day in and day out and understand that as time goes on, the more consistent I am, the more momentum, no pun intended, I will have in growing the business. And um, yeah, so I think consistency has really served me well. And I haven't veered off in other directions. Like, sure, like I'm a real estate investor. I used to do a podcast, but I don't take that. I don't prioritize that over momentum. You know, I just can't because this is my baby. I'm going to grow it as big as I can. And, and that's it. So I would say to people who are looking to, you know, do a lot of like side hustles with their business, like, the rich, the people who got wealthy started doing one thing and they did it really, really well. And they did it for a long period of time. You know, there's like this fallacy that I, I don't really understand where a lot of people are like, oh, you need to have seven income streams to be a millionaire. The average millionaire has, you know, seven income streams. It's like, well, not necessarily. The millionaire started with one 
and he did that really, really well with his business. And then he diversified his portfolio once he already had money. And then that's why he continues to get more money in and, you know, makes millions and millions from all these different uh, di diversification income streams. So how you need to do it is get really, really good at one particular thing. Do it for a good majority of time. Don't sway away from it. And you'll be surprised that that focus and consistency uh, has yielded you with a tremendous profit. Okay. All right. Thanks so much for that tip. So you've talked about your superpower and really we're all human and one way or the other, we have challenges. So what is one challenge uh, or maybe or maybe challenges that you have faced as an entrepreneur that you are still dealing with right now? Just patience. I think, you know, as a 25-year-old man, it's really hard to go on social media and see people who are younger than me or older than me or the same age, whatever. And they're like killing it on social. They're, you know, oh my gosh, like they have, you know, they're so much more successful than I am at this age. And it's because they know more and they've probably spent more time at their craft. Whereas I was like playing Xbox or, you know, chasing town girls or whatever. So they prioritized and put in the 10,000 hours a la Malcolm Gladwell. So I can't hate on them. I can only reflect on myself and say, listen, I, this is what I wish I would have done better. And this is something I'm going to do better in the future. But patience is, is such a virtue, man. And I think as I grow patience, I, I will continue to have more of it. But right now it's like, you know, if, if I'm not a billionaire yesterday, there's an issue, you know, it's like, <laughs> I, I need to, I, I need to be patient and understand that all is good. All is going to come. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, God's good. And, and I just need to be patient and enjoy the journey. I think the person who enjoys the journey and enjoys what they're doing on a day-to-day -day basis is going to absolutely crush the person who's just looking for that destination, you know, because I'm just in the moment I'm present right now. I'm present with you. I'm present with, running the business today. And that's it. You know, I'm not thinking about tomorrow. I'm not thinking about, Oh, you know, what Malibu beach house am I going to buy? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm solely focused on growing the best company I can within momentum. And I think that, you know, that I used to not have, I used to think of that, you know, earlier in the, in the interview of like the shiny object and Oh, like what's the destination look like rather than enjoying the journey, enjoying the work and enjoying the process. And I think that I've, I've, been a little better at that but that's something i definitely can improve on all right enjoy the journey just have fun and i always be just like you mentioned i always believe that uh the main purpose of what we do and even the main purpose of living and working and uh, is are you are you doing what you are very excited about i wake up every morning i jump off of my bed and i'm so excited to start the day and this was not it like years ago when i was slaving off at a job and you know that's just like you said that's the essence of what we do uh, and it's not really about the money just uh just like you talked about as well because uh sometimes most people with money are miserable and what is the essence of uh a lot of money that uh, someone had and they are unable to enjoy their life. They don't even have enough time to spend with their family or to do things that they love. So uh, that is a very lovely uh, one there. And I really love the fact that you believe in the same thing that uh, I'm living for as a business owner as well. Uh, so uh, right here, what is one thing that you are working on maybe now or maybe that you are planning that you are super excited about? 
The biggest thing for next year uh, that I'm really excited about and prioritizing is building this licensing model for the business where essentially, and I don't want to talk about it too much because we're still building it, um, but essentially we're going to be really just scaling and, and getting new partners in to grow other locations in the country. That's the best way I can describe it without getting too much uh, in too much detail. But I think that's something that I'm going to spend a lot of good um like uh, what's the word deep thinking on and just making sure that I can prioritize that and make sure that everything is ironed out. And then we're going to have to talk to uh, my business attorney and develop documents and go through that next process. And it's interesting, man. I mean, this is the next phase of growth for the company. So I'm extremely happy. I'm extremely grateful. I'm, I'm really just, this is a new challenge for me, you know, and I'm really, um, looking forward to to doing this the correct way and not rushing it again it's hard because i don't want to i i want to do this right but i want to make sure that you know i uh, i i don't skip steps but i'm also like oh we need to press the action we need to move forward fast and we need to work fast so it's walking a tightrope right it's working fast having speed but also understanding that you're going to get where you need to just Continue doing what you're doing. Don't stress yourself out. Don't push too hard. Um, and that again, that's that's something that I, I'm, I said I'm still working on, right? So it's it's a very interesting thing. It's like the ego and you know just knowing where you are uh, in the world. So that's kind of where I'm I'm focused on for uh, for 2023. Okay, all right. So outside of business, I'm just wondering who are you? Oh man. I love life, man. I, I I like to divulge into you know, the, some of the best restaurants in Philadelphia. I go out a lot. I like to spend time with friends and family. Um, I'm a big, avid mixed martial artist. Um, this was a video podcast I'd show you. I have a, I was in Muay Thai training uh, yesterday, and I got pretty banged up. I was going to show you a bruise, but um, I, I do jujitsu. I do Muay Thai, boxing. Um, I'm a big martial artist, man. I love it. Um, I'm big into comedy as well. Um, I, I love stand-up comedy. I don't do stand-up comedy. I just like you know going to shows and you know just seeing some of my favorite comedians do what they do and uh, really just you know get the most out of life <clears throat> out of life and just squeeze the the lemon of life and, and get as much juice as I can out of it. You know, I think that it's important to work hard and, and do business, but it's also even more important to figure out who you are in this life and to, you know, dabble in, in religion and see, you know, what other cultures can you, you know, learn about more. That's why for me, you know, talking long-term when I want to, and not retire, I would say, but like when we sell momentum and, you know, when we, you know, when I get that, you know, large payoff or whatever it is, even if it's not a large payoff, I, I'd really genuinely like to travel the world and own real estate in like Monte Carlo, in Barcelona, in Ireland, where you know, I'm, I'm Irish. So I'd love to own real estate in all these parts of the world and travel and really understand cultures um, and just understand who we are as a humanity and then maybe make a business off of that. And um, who knows, you know, but I, I, I love martial arts. Um, and I think that martial arts, just the discipline of it, it's the best sport in the world, man. I mean, I, I don't even do it for the sheer violence aspect of it, more so for just defensing the uh, defense of myself and, you know, just to understand who I am as a person, because it's, it's human chess with 
dire physical consequences, as I like to say. So it's uh, you're thinking just as much as you are doing something physical. So that's that's why I like it so much. Yeah, the whole idea is living life to the fullest and making life as much as you can uh, before we say goodbye. Because at the end of the day, uh, we all got to go. And uh, the only thing that will be left uh, wherever we are is what we actually did when we have the time over here. So uh, what is one question you wish I asked that I didn't one question that you didn't ask. I mean, you did a great job. I mean, we talked a lot about uh, a lot of good stuff. There's not much else I would really suggest. I mean, maybe something uh, that I'm trying to think of right now would be, um, I don't know. I, I think you really checked all the boxes. Maybe um, going into like, I don't know, but more like stories about, uh, oh, if you know, for like like me talking more about my dad or something, if we uh, had more time or something like that. But I you did a great job. I, I really enjoyed it. All right. So uh, just before we say goodbye, uh, share with us where we can connect with you and where we can find all the good stuff that you have been creating out into the world. Yeah, for sure, man. So it's really easy. All you need to do to learn more about me and get in contact with me is just go to my website at seanboyle.com. That's S-E-A-N. B-O-Y-L-E.com. You can check out the podcast, my company, my asset holding company. You can check out all these different things that we have and um, connect. I love to help out. I love to mentor. I love to uh, put my name out there and they really grow people's uh, brand and, and content uh, and, and um, you know personal uh, branding as well. So definitely uh, hit me up and check my website out and we'll connect it. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. We salute you and we uh, give kudos to you for being a motivational factor for people out there who are looking forward to building a business from the scratch. So uh, I love to celebrate every of my guests and uh, thank you so much for joining me as a guest on this episode. Thank you, my friend. It was an absolute pleasure. All right. So listeners out there, this is another wrap uh, with another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until next time, we'll bring you another guest. My name is Mayowa. And I always like to tell you that someone out there is needs and is looking for that value that only you will bring out to the world. And you won't be doing them a good service by holding on and not getting out there, doing the work and building a business that gives value to the world. So until next time, bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning.